Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Leaf Card, your home for Canadian soccer news and topics. I'm your host, Jacob. On this episode, we'll be discussing on predictions in the Canadian Premier League, Canadian Championship, which cities should get an expansion team for the Canadian Premier League. But your ho- uh, but first, here are your fixtures rundown. In the CONCACAF Champions League, LAFC wins against the Vancouver Whitecaps. 6-0 in aggregate. Philadelphia Union beats Atlas FC. 3-2 on aggregate. Club Leon beats Violet AC. 6-2 on aggregate. Tigres versus, uh, beats FC Montagua. 6-0 on aggregate. In Major League Soccer, Club de Foot Montreal loses to DC United 1-0. Toronto FC draws with Atlanta United 2 apiece. And Vancouver Whitecaps draw, uh, draws with Austin FC scoreless. In the Canadian Premier League of the season opener, for, the, uh, for their fifth season. Atletico Ottawa draws with Halifax Wanderers with one apiece. Forge FC draws with Calvary FC two, two goals for each. Pacific FC wins to Vancouver FC for uh, which, which beating the expansion team 1-0. And now, on to the topics in hand is what we're going to see in for the predictions in the Canadian Premier League. And we do have a guest alongside of me, Jason. Jacob, thank you for having me on. It's been it was a good week for Canadian Premier League, and we have a lot of soccer to be able to talk about. So, looking forward to getting this party started. Well, um, it is a it is always exciting for the Canadian Premier League to come back. Like I I just get addicted to watching their games, and. Just always figuring out and always figuring out about their their game uh, um, home uh, their season openers. I think that it's it's growing fast. In I've heard there's I've heard the attendance for their season opener. Atletico Ottawa um, brought in seven thousand fans. For the first game, in 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 Hamilton, they brought in like almost six. They actually brought in six thousand fans, almost to seven thousand. And in Pacific FC, they brought in a sold out crowd, which I think it was, I think like four thousand fans, but actually just but their place actually sold out oh i mean the product on the pitch 
over the last few years has gotten better and better and better with every season, which is really, really good. It's good to see Ottawa draw in those crowds because coming from Ottawa, it, it's a bit of a fickle population when it comes to sports. The Senators normally do well, except when they're not playing well. And we saw that, you know, last season and the beginning of this season, there was... People aren't going out to Canada to see a team that's going to be at the bottom of the league all the time. The fact that Atletico Ottawa is coming off of a season where they topped the table in the regular season, it's fever pitch, right? We're talking about a city, though, that lost not only the Rough Riders, but the Renegades as well. So I'm glad to see Ottawa drawing in the crowds. I'm just hoping that they can keep the momentum built off of last year so the crowds will continue to come out. The nice thing, too, with them is they're playing, you know, pretty much close to downtown. It's not like the Senators, you know, being way out in Canada. It's a very easily accessible stadium for them to be playing in. People love to go out there. It's it's a great environment. Pacifica. That's the one that, that, that really got my attention because, it's yes, it's a smaller stadium. It's a gorgeous area around it, but they're selling out. It, it's really good to see. When I always hear Pacifica or Canada, <laughs> I'm like, well, using native language. Well, I mean, Pacific FC, you know, the thing with Victoria is you have a lot of sports out there but none of them are like the major leagues you're not you don't have an mls victoria team yes you have like the victoria royals as far as the whl goes you've got pacific fc as far as canadian premier league goes but victoria has proven that they will embrace the sports that come to them when when talking about ottawa i think that uh, not just men- mentioning the the ottawa teams that uh, we lost don't uh, don't forget that um, Ottawa Fury team that mm. we lost. I think a lot of people. I think lots of Ottawa, Ottawa Atletico Ottawa fans might be kind of mad when I bring up Ottawa Fury <laughs> about this. But I think that I think the fans should know that it's the owners' fault for breaking the rules. Well, I think too. There's you know it's not necessarily the team's fault and it's definitely not the fans fault, but I do think, I mean, you take a look at the Ottawa Lynx, the baseball team that was the AAA affiliate of the Montreal Expos. It was a perfect location for them. The ballpark that was built for them is great, but, and they did very well. They won a championship in AAA, but eventually, uh, you know, the team was moved for reasons, but it's, you know, the history of Ottawa sports teams, you know, coming and going. The Ottawa Rebel, the lacrosse team that was in the National Lacrosse League, there for like two seasons. They were actually the cover team on the PlayStation 1 lacrosse video game, and then they were gone. Kind of, kind of shocking there, but you, you know what I, I just love about Atletico Ottawa? It is that, yeah. You, it, it is like some fans would not like the name Atletico because it's, it's a Spanish-associated uh, team in Madrid. But fans need to know that when you your team is no longer that it's dissolved, you ha- you sometimes 
it is a big aso- associated team that's at, uh, which is in Madrid, and they're everywhere. For example, in in Mexico, for example, they just they just expanded in Liga MX in San Luis, and I just I just look at the fans right now. They get used to it. They they just got used to it. They th- they just think that oh, it's exactly like Ottawa Fury, but with a different brand, mm-hmm. and it's bigger. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, even, despite the fact that you know you use the term like Atletico, and instantly you think you know Concacaf teams, you know Liga MX teams. I mean, you look at MLS, right? You've got Real Salt Lake, right? I I hear Real, I think Madrid. Maybe, but it's, it's, I have no problem with them, you know, taking words that are, you know, almost lexicon when it comes to soccer teams and adopting them into smaller clubs in smaller cities, you know, in comparison to like a Real Madrid or in comparison to any of the Atleticos down in Mexico. Like, I'm totally fine with that so long as the fans continue to come out and support the teams so the team can continue to build that tradition that the fans can enjoy from generation to generation. Yeah, and I I just can't believe that now they're actually I fans are now growing to like the Canadian Premier League. Mm-hmm. It's and you think about Forge FC, will they will they succeed to growing? Maybe so. It's just going to be the same fan attendees, but they just got they just got six thousand fans. On their um, season opener. Mm-hmm. And you think about, I mean, obviously, you know, Hamilton always has been, always will be home with the Thai Cats. But, I mean, they've embraced the Bulldogs. They're, they've embraced Forge. Any, you know, the fact that they're now playing host to the Rock, you know, the, it's no longer the Toronto Rock, even though they're still called the Toronto Rock. The fact that they're still playing in Hamilton. Like, Hamilton has, is almost at a fever pitch for sports and it's good to see smaller markets embrace their teams in a city like Toronto it would be lost it would be lost in the minutiae of anything that's not Blue Jays Raptors or, or Leafs even even if you talk about Halifax Wanderers every single time I if you go for example try to go to Halifax Wanderers games it's going to be packed 6,500 fans every single time And it's always a uh, it's always hyped for it, and there's always there's always ta- uh, there's always this they want to expand more uh, attendees, trying to make their own. They try to make their uh, get a new soccer field for for eight thousand, and they're still wedi- uh, still waiting. I think the nice thing about having the team in Halifax is that you're servicing a market that's not exactly um, served by the other leagues. You know, yes, the CEBL is out there. They're out in the Maritimes. But the CFL isn't. Major League Soccer isn't. National Hockey League isn't. You know, yes, the QMJHL is out there with teams like the Halifax Mooseheads and the uh, uh, um, Mooski Oceana. Like, yes, Quebec and the Maritimes are merged there. But, but, I also appreciate that it's a logistics issue. To go from Halifax to Victoria, that's a long haul. 
this is not exactly a small country. You can't just hop the bus and go from coast to coast in a couple of hours. You have to hop on the planes, fly. Air Canada has proven that it's not exactly the best, right? But even teams that have the money to be able to put their minor league affiliates out there. The, the Ottawa Senators used to have their AHL affiliate in the Maritimes, and then they moved them down to Binghamton, New York, and then they moved them to Belleville, obviously to get the team closer so it's a little bit easier to get their players up to Ottawa whenever they have to do call-ups. But the fact that they were out there and they were doing well and the, the fans loved them out there, and then they get pulled. It's a big country. Everything needs to be represented. The Maritimes having Halifax, it's great for them. It's great for the CPL. I just, I would love to see more out there. Yeah, when you realize that um, tra- uh, transportation on flight or or taking the bus is actually really expensive in Canada. Yeah. You know, plus the fact that you have, you know, I don't know, large bodies of water in the way as far as taking the bus out to Halifax. But I mean, it's, it, it is, it's tough. Right. And when you think about something like the CFL, I know there's always been talk about getting out to Atlantic Canada, getting a team out there. They talk about it over and over and over again and nothing happens even when they were having the atlantic canada series where cfl teams would go and play games out there great that's fine for one game but follow up game today we're still hoping what's going to be like the atmosphere in the at vancouver fc's home game i i like the fact that they didn't start at home Right, the, the the their first game is in Victoria. You know they're playing up the whole interprovincial rivalry, playing against Pacific FC. Um, I will say though, in watching that game, there's a lot to be. You know, they got to build up better, and they have a few games to get out of the way before they get home. So I'm hoping that those next couple of road games is going to give them a chance to work out the kinks, tighten up their game because. It was it was a one nothing finish. It should have been much more. Pacific dominated that game. Yeah, um, I was kind of shocked. I was kind of shocked that um, they did do. Uh, I think Vancouver FC should have uh, also give give credit. Also, how they how they pl- actually played well that uh, they didn't allow that that much goals under. On their uh, uh, first game. Well, I mean, the the one goal that Irving let in. I mean, I'll, I'll give him credit. Like he was, there was a lot of pressure around the net. There's a lot of offensive zone pressure on, from Pacific. But I mean, yes, the, they they only allowed one goal. Irving made some good saves. So did the crossbar. So did the so did the woodwork. Right, like a post and a crossbar. This game should have been. At least three nothing. Irving was beat a couple times. Uh, it's only just you know unfortunate aim on Pacific's part that it wasn't a, a massive blowout. So 
it, while it would have been nice to see them start the season at home and get that atmosphere, I think working the kinks out with this with this brand new team that's playing together for the first time, you know, obviously they played preseason, but playing a regular season game for the first time, let them get the kinks out on the road. So by the time you come home for game four, you're feeling a lot better. Yeah, I always think about it. It's just like every single time when I see um, those shots on tar- uh, target, crossbar, that uh, the crossbar saved, saved the goal. I feel like the is the is the goal net actually doing all the <laughs> all the saves? Well, I mean, if, if if that's the case, then maybe, just maybe, put the net on payroll. But, I mean, think about this, right? Their first three games, before they make it home, right? You've got the road game against Pacific FC, uh, escaping with just a one nothing loss. You've got games then against York and Halifax. And against Halifax, they might actually have a chance it remains to be seen how they're going to do against York but that first home game week four is against Cavalry that's a that's a good team that you have to show up for so you got two more games to get it together before you have to play at home against Cavalry yeah um, sooner or later you're going to get big name uh, big name teams for mm-hmm. even for example how they're going to do well with against forge there's there's the question right like between cavalry and forge and the, there's their second home game after after cavalry is against ottawa you know again team that was at the top of the table last year those are two really tough games now that being said ottawa didn't look like the world beaters they were last year you know, in their first game against against Halifax, but it was it, it's a tough two game stretch when you finally get home. I think the adrenaline of the moment is going to carry them through the first game. I don't know if they're going to win against Calvary. Um, I'm hoping that they will have at least scored a goal before they get home, because if you go the first three games in this season. And you haven't scored a goal yet. And you get home. And you're playing against Cavalry. The pressure's going to be on even more. So if they can score against York or Halifax before that week four matchup, then I think that takes the pressure off a little bit. But if they're goalless going into that home opener, I don't think it's going to go well for them. Yeah, what do you think about that? But still, um, still, uh, still, when they get to their next match, it's still, still, um, another match that's kind of ignored is that Wednesday is going to be, I think, on the 18th and 19th. Still have to play the Canadian Championship, right? So, yes, while while that home opener is, you know, still week four, yeah, you do have the Canadian Championship. That's the, the April 18th to 20th weekend. You know, Vancouver, it's it's funny. They've got York in that first round. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that 
how that game plays up against their their road game against them on the CPL schedule. It's kind of like how you've got Halifax and Ottawa playing in week one, and then you have them facing each other Again. in the first round of the Canadian Championship. For a team like Ottawa, it's the pressure's on now. He did well last year. Top of the table. Made it to the finals. And then your first game. Yeah, it's a draw. Ollie Bassett looked good. The rest of the team, not so much. Their defensive zone coverage was horrific. Halifax looked so much better than their record last year. Now you got to play them again in the first round of the Canadian Championship. Yeah, um, when I think about the Atletico Ottawa that against Halifax Wanderers, I feel like they in the first round, actually the first half, they did. They were just cruising around. That they weren't, they were not doing actually. Oh, but the matter of fact is they they did have a lot of shot attempts, and they, but Halifax gets the the opening goal. Now you think about nice. Now Atletico Ottawa is thinking. Now we have to respond to that. Mm-hmm. And. Olya Bassett um, actually gets a goal from the ending of the first half. Yeah, it's a good way to close out the first half. Like get you know, find the back of the net, even it up, and then be able to start with a, a much fresher mindset than if you scored first and then you give up the late goal. And when I when I think about when I saw Atletico Ottawa and versus Halifax. I think that match really, uh, I think, is a question mark from the refs of ignoring the handball. Well, I mean, you could hear the crowd booing when that game went full time. Yeah, and when I when I seen Johnny DeSantos that getting uh, basically just basically trying to trying to get tripped I knew it was not going to be a it was not going to be a PK because he just he just wanted to fall it, it was and he got a yellow card for it and but I really do see that it was a definite um, PK when Fernandez actually had contact with the ball on his hand. But there's no VAR in the Canadian Premier League. That is a bummer. Still hoping in the in the future that the Canadian Premier League might actually get a v, uh, get get uh, get a VAR. I just wonder how many more cameras they're going to need around the stadium for that. You know, there's obviously there's a cost to it. Yeah, it's it's always a, a cost to it. It, it. They it has to basically financially grow of the league, and even for example, even getting more referees mm-hmm. for it. 
that's that's the biggest problem when you're you're starting of a, of a of a league you know you're that you have to make money oh yeah to get all these things now history is littered with leagues that that come and go and they don't think about the overall cost of the everything you know anyone who remembers the canadian baseball league uh they didn't even make it through the first season they got to the all-star game at the halfway point and because they didn't have enough money they basically said okay well whoever wins the home run derby wins the entire canadian baseball league championship do you know how many home runs were hit that in that cbl championship one one home run in the home run derby that's how that league ended in the home run derby in the home run derby at the halfway point of the first season because they ran out of money you had teams you had teams in like markets that could have handled it like a london but then you had teams like trois rivieres and i'm not saying trois rivieres didn't support their team but i'm saying that league was poorly mismanaged and the, you know CPL's proven that they're doing things right. You've got an eight-team league; it's manageable. You have them in markets that have the population; that's good. You have a very good television product that's going online with One Soccer; that's gr- that's great. It looks awesome. Kudos to them. I would just like to see One Soccer broadcast get picked up and put on regular TV because right now the soccer fans will get one soccer the ca- the casual fan that's who you have to get and yes CPL games um, occasionally get shown I remember CBC was picking them up especially during the pandemic when they had that that, that tournament but usually I see that usually I see that um, island games mm-hmm. during the pandemic Usually, it was actually on um, on um, on a Hamilton uh, website. What was it? Ch something? Oh, chch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Chch is going to cover it on the news. Um, all we need if you if you go on the website. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the thing is though, you you have it on a streaming website already. So you're not going to expect something like a Fubo or something like that to be able to pick it up because that's another streaming site. So why pay for two streaming sites? Just pay for the original. You almost need a game of the week on terrestrial TV. Yeah. Um, and I always, when I always uh, hear about it, of trying to bring it into major sport broadcasts. One talker has report about that on CRTC, wasn't it? Well, CRTC is the Canadian Radio and Telecommunications Commission. Or, like I said, CBC has shown games in the past. Yeah, um, but where they wa- wanted to when one of soccer wanted to bring in to to broadcasting and they wanted also wanted to bring in to Rogers and Bell into it. Now tell us is um is now uh, involved with the Canadian Premier League. 
I could see Talus getting involved in that. I could also see maybe a company like Chorus maybe getting in as well. Um, there are TV partners out there to to dance with. I I just think the minute you get that, the minute you get, maybe it's global. Maybe Chorus using their their global cross Canada networks finds a way to find a home with them and partner with One Soccer. I don't know. It'd be good to see. When you think about Rogers and Bell, Vancouver Whitecaps is no longer with Bell, and because of their their indoor uh, their sponsorship, I think it was I think they it expired. They decided, you know what, we're gonna go with Telus. And Pacific FC now their sponsor jersey kit is Telus. It's no longer with Volkswagen. No, it's it's clearly making a play, in as far as that goes, because if if the product on the on the pitch is good, and the product that one soccer is putting out is good, even when you realize that Telus sponsors a Canadian Premier League team that even beat Vancouver Whitecaps in the Canadian Championship. Oh, there's a dark horse in this Canadian championship that I'm not going to lie. I could easily see making it to at least the semifinals. If maybe not the finals. Yeah. Um, I always see like future sponsorships going to the Canadian premier league. Like for example, I think electronic arts, uh, that in the electronic arts, Canada, Mm-hmm. So they but, just they just actually sponsored a a team in League One BC, which used to used to be a um used to be named Victoria. Not actually a victory, wasn't it? A victory FC. Well, it makes sense that EA Sports would sponsor a team with League One British Columbia because memory serves, they've got the studio out in Richmond, BC. So EA Sports has always been um, you know, very, you know, not helpful, but very, very thankful for the way that the British Columbia community around there has always supported them and they support the city. Like it's it's a very beneficial relationship. So it's good it's nice to see EA Sports, you know, especially considering you know the, the the just how connected it can be it's it's nice to see a large company like that with a very popular brand name get into that game and when i think about it is fans just are just hoping that to license license their league in in their video games and i'm i'm always like this I would play their games if they just licensed the Canadian Premier League in their in their video games. I'm curious now, and I haven't really done the research on this yet, but there was the Soccer Manager video game, and I don't know if CPL is actually involved in that, but it, that would be really cool to see. You mean the Football Manager? Yeah. Uh, which Sega makes, right? I think they make that. But I mean... Because I do have the game Football Manager 
that you could play you could play one of the Canadian Premier League. I mean, and it it is actually made by Sega. I mean, there's the thing. Surprisingly, it's it, it's fascinating to know just how much video games play into the casual fan being, um, you know, being interested. I mean, we mentioned the Ottawa Rebel Lacrosse team. I guarantee you, if I had seen a copy for sale of the old PlayStation One Lacrosse League video game with an Ottawa Rebel player on it. Yeah, I would have picked it up. I probably still would pick it up today if I ever saw that at a, at a video game store. But, you know, aside from, like, the Maddens and the NHLs, where you have, like, the the big-name players on there, um, smaller leagues being involved in games like a football manager or uh, I know uh, NHL Eastside Hockey Manager is out there as well uh, as far as getting smaller you know, junior league teams in there. That's going to play greatly for people who who love any league, really any league. You know, football manager is is a game where anyone who loves the Bundesliga, anyone who loves the Canadian Premier League, anyone who loves uh, La Liga and or any of these other smaller leagues, they're, they're big in their country, but smaller on, on the global scale, if they're in the game and everyone can play the game, it grows the league's presence by its mere being there. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I do uh, agree with that. But on to predictions. Mm. Get get the crystal ball out. What do you? Uh, who do you think that? What is your prediction on this season's Canadian Premier League? Okay, obviously, it's Forge's year, right? Like, Forge has proven time and time again that they are, you know, the beast of the entire league. And really, Forge, I think, enters the year every year as the person, as the team on top that everyone wants to take down. If we're taking a look at just the first week, and admittedly, we're recording this um on Sunday of week one. So York has not played their game yet. So we don't know the, the outcome of the York Valor game and how they look. But just taking a look at what we saw on the pitch from Saturday of week one. Ottawa does not look as good as their record looked last year. I don't know if this is just an outlier or just a slower start. But I think Ottawa is not going to be the player that they were as far as determining things last year, the forge cavalry match that happened in week one, that feels to me like it may as well just have been, you know, the final for the CPL. Like you had two very good teams, both seemingly trying to make a statement to each other as in, you know, we're going to make sure that we know and we make it known that we're here to win both teams both cavalry came out firing on this one like the 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 Cantave goal from literally another area code that it was a phenomenal goal right i mean carducci did well in nets you know yes he caused the penalty caused the penalty shot but cavalry looked good yeah yeah um my, predi- my prediction for 
But um, what about regular season or and playoff? Because you have two that are going to go to the CONCACAF Champions League. If, if we're just focusing on Canadian Premiership or the Canadian Premier League, um, it comes down between Forge and Calvary for me. It really does. I would not be surprised to see Cavalry really make the jump this year. Like, if I had to put, we'll say a dollar, because I don't want to put too much money down. But if I but if I had to put a dollar down on this, um, yeah, I could see Cavalry winning the Canadian Premier League this year. I don't know if they would win, you know, if, if they'd be top of the table. That might be Forge. But I think Cavalry's got it this year. So basically saying not Forge this time. Not Forge. I'm I'm not saying the Forge isn't in the mix, but I'm I'm thinking this is Cavalry's year to really, you know, shine and stand out on top. Because for the regular season, playoffs or for the North Star Shield, you think Cavalry could do it. I absolutely do. I mean, there's something to be said, too, about just how much soccer Forge has played lately, right? Being the Canadian Premier League champions three out of the last four seasons, you know, and then, you know, they're they're playing in CONCACAF, and Forge has been busy. And, and that does take a toll after a while. You know, we go back to hockey, you're seeing it really this year with the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're limping into the playoffs. And that's having been to the finals three, you know, three, three straight years, winning two of them. When I when I always look at Tampa Bay Lightning versus in Toronto uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm like, are they actually actually acting like this against the Maple Leafs in the regular season and just beat them into into playoffs? It actually kind of happens like that well i i don't think they're purposely playing rope-a-dope on this but i mean andre vasileski has proven to be just an absolute playoff beast you know he'll get you there in the regular season the president's trophy i don't think really means anything to them but playoff vasileski is huge playoff braden point always a gamer and I think that's the thing with Forge, too. It doesn't matter what they do in the regular season as long as they make the playoffs. Because as soon as they get to the postseason, Forge turns it up a notch. Yeah, you usually uh, you see sometimes uh, in the Canadian Premier League, usually regular season winners, they don't usually actually win the North Star Shield. No. They don't. It's like this effect always that... Do we actually get to see? But it is that question: Do we get to see um, a team actually winning the regular season and the playoff season? The playoff. Uh, I I don't think that happens this year. I, I I as much as I think Cavalry has a phenomenal team, I have a feeling the Forge still stands out as the you know as the best of the lot. But I think Cavalry, they showed it in the first week, just how, how how much they want this, how hungry they are. Like, and not to bring in, but now 
in the when you look at the playoffs, uh, the playoffs, how it's structured, first place is going to be versus second place, and the ones that are that loses still get a second chance now. Yeah, and but, the winners just goes to the finals. See, I I don't hate that. You know, I I have no problem with you know you know if you're on a lesser tier, you gotta you know you know have another go at it kind of thing. But I mean. Is it still too early to tell? Yes. Like, I'm reserving judgment on Pacific because they're playing a, a, an expansion team. You know, they look good, but you look good in a, against an expansion team and you were playing at home. It's not like you were playing in their barn, right? Um, Ottawa, again, still game one, but I, I'm, I'm trepidatious in how good they're going to be this year. And we have not seen... Yorker Valor play as of our recording of this show. Yeah, sooner or later. Yeah, right. But again, if it if it's if if it's my if it's my loony on the table, I'm I'm saying Cal Calvary's got this. So who do you think is gonna be in the five? <sighs> okay. Five in the playoffs. Five in the playoffs. I mean Forge, Cavalry. No, no doubt. Yeah, those two, I, I think, are pretty much given. I think Pacific will be in there, given just how. Again, yes, I recognize they're playing against Vancouver, but they, they looked really dominant. They did. Halifax. Let's let's be honest. They had a crap year last year. Think about that. Yeah, but it's not. They're not that far away from being really, really good, and showing like they were the better team against Ottawa this past week. Yeah, and if they can do it again in the first round of the Canadian Championship, then I think they kind of herald a, herald a new era for Halifax. So I'm at, I would not be surprised to see Halifax as the number five. And if I, if I, again, if I'm putting money down, if Ottawa turns it around, then I, I then I take back all my all, all my worries and and put Ottawa the number four. But if not, I think it's going to be if Ottawa is not number four, then they are the worst team in the CPL this year. That's my. It's it's literally playoffs or the worst. Just the just the vibe that I got, and I'm saying they probably be worse even than Vancouver. So if that's the case, so name so 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 if I'm putting it out there, and again we haven't seen them play this year yet, but I'm, I I would put York in that mix as well. So York. So we have Cal Forge, Calvary, mm -hmm. Pacific, Halifax, and, and York. I'm gonna call York on this one. So there's, so there's the, so there you go uh, of Jason's Forge, Calvary, which is second, Pacific third, York fourth, fourth and then and Halifax. Halifax. So six is going to be Atletico Ottawa. No, I think six would be Valor. Uh, uh, it's gonna be a shocker of of it. Atletico Ottawa 
going to be seventh? I'm, I'm going to put a caveat in this one here. So you think if, yeah. if Vancouver has not scored by the time their home opener rolls around, then I'd put Ottawa seventh. However, if they can get a goal before that home opener, then I think Vancouver goes seventh and then Ottawa sits in last place. And I'm saying this as an Ottawa boy. I, I, I don't take this lightly, but I just the vibe I'm getting off that first week match because you know there there were some changes from the roster from last year. Yeah, um, kind of uh, kind of agree that that Atletico Ottawa did have a big change mm-hmm. in it. In my opinion, I think they should have sticked with Balu Tablo. Quite possibly, just for just for one season, for just one more season, and just just uh, tra- and just. Put him in in the market for a transfer, or just stay with him. Uh, just stay with him for the mid season, for until the mid of the season. A transitioning would have been easier, I think, on the team. But but you're in the situation that you're in now, and now you and, have to pick up your you know pull up your socks, get your cleats in the grass, and start finding the back of the net. And really, que- and this one is really kind of a a laughter about Atletico Ottawa is they said they were going to try to make negotiations with Atiba Hutchinson with um with I think it was it was Fernando Lopez I think his name I'm getting that his name right for Atletico Ottawa is that he, he was trying to make he was trying to make like 500 likes if you for try to make a negotiation of Tiba Hutchinson because I've heard about Tiba Hutchinson he might I think he was uh, going to have his contract terminated with the team he's playing but it's always that rumor we don't know yet. Well, I mean, if, if those rumors are hanging over the team. Or it's right. just basically a, a joke. But is it, though? And I'm, I'm not saying, like, you know, the, the, they need to go after, you know, someone like Natiba Hutchinson. But, I mean, if that's out there and those rumors are, you know, lingering questions with the team, then they're going to be sitting there going, well, where do we stand? How do, you know, what... It can't just be Ollie Bassett saving the day. It can't. You have to be better in your own end. And you got to seal the deal when you're on the offensive side of things. I I think one player did that this week. And I think that how how really Halifax Wanderers just dominated them. It was actually, I think it was basically the midfield Mm -hmm. at this point. And they got a player, uh, who was it? Um, a key, I think the key player for Halifax Wanderers was Lorenzo, for it from Fran- that played for um, played for um, in a in a team in France. He he's from France. I would say this. There's your key player for the mid. Just keep him as a starter. And I think that your 
you're actually actually great at that for this team. You have Andre Rappershard, your team captain, and I, and he's also a good key player. And also, and also think about their their uh, goalie signing that they got. People thought uh, people thought that uh, he he's not going to be that um, one of the top three goalies in the upcoming in the season. And and I think about it, he's actually doing well mm. in the in the opening season. I I will say if you're, if you're looking at top goalies. I, I, I don't see them doing much this year, but John Irving for Vancouver did look really good. And let's be honest, he's going to be facing a lot of shots this year, so he's going to have to be good. Callum Irving. <laughs> I I just look at Callum Irving. There there isn't like he he's the he's the cap yeah of the team, so he has to be the key he key player for Vancouver FC. And 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 basically everybody in Vancouver FC. Yeah, he looked good. And the rest of the team needs to get to that level. When I and also Atletico Ottawa, even the Loney, I think Luke Sink. That that's a loan. That's a loan from Toronto FC. He's actually doing well. Mm-hmm. From uh, for a player that actually came back to the Canadian Premier League. Oh, I mean, goalies are going to do only so well as the defense in front of them is going to play, and, and Ottawa broke down in that sense. And he was also he he's the player that made that long long pass to John John Assey. To actually make, actually make the assist to uh, Alia Bassett, I'm I'm like that. That's an actually that's actually a good good play to pass. That that's a great great quick ending for the first half. I think that was a good signing for Atletico Ottawa. Didn't see that much from Carl Wimet, also a former Ottawa Fury player. The next couple of games are going to be determine really how Ottawa season is going to go. If they keep playing like they did, it won't be much. Yeah. What my predictions is actually going to be for who's going to make the playoffs. I would say say this. It is going to be Forge FC going to be number one for sure I don't um, second place is going to be Calvary FC when I think about third place and fourth place and fifth place it's always that it's that question mark for it but I'm still thinking Pacific FC it's Pacific FC going to be that third place but fourth and fifth is is a race for those spots because when I think about York United and Halifax Wanderers and Atletico Ottawa, even Valor FC, because that's the that's the biggest race for it. Since we didn't see Valor FC 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like Formula One, right? It's it's Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes, and then everyone else, you know, pushes for the points that they can. That they can. Yeah. But when York United and Valor comes in for their first match, I'm gonna say I'm gonna uh, say this, but whoever wins that first match might be might be there, but it's how many goals they can make and their key players. Mm-hmm. Because right now you have Brian Wright, who just actually was a key player for Atletico Ottawa. That's kind of, that's one of the biggest upsets for Atletico Ottawa. Just. Now you have Brian Wright, who was the key player for Atletico Ottawa, scoring goals alongside with Alia Bassett. And now he's with uh, York United. So you're going to have a powerhouse of goals with York United. But you still have Mobabuli. You have De Rosario. You still have, like, for example... Michael Prochasso still playing for them. I, I see a lot of key players in York United. So it sounds like you're leaning York for for one of the, for the four, I, the four or I five still, spots. I still think the four and five York United definitely. But do you, I think Atletico Ottawa? Is going to be in it. I think they are. I think Athletic Ottawa makes it. Okay, so you think Ottawa? I think Halifax for you know for those lower spots. In the lower spots, I think Athletic yeah. Ottawa. But why I don't? I didn't pick Valor in it. Is their roster? I just look at I I just think it's exactly what Atletico Ottawa is, but is leaving Yesley as their starter goalie a a good fit? Because I seen Yesley as um, when they when he played as their like their backup goalie, and he did have key. He did have a he 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 had potential being the their goalie as a as their substitute goalie. They signed him, and as their substitute goalie, and yeah, when I look at Yesley. He did play against Vancouver Whitecaps. And there's sometimes... He, he's a tall goalie. He's a tall goalie. I, I think he might kind of struggle as being a starter goalie. So you're saying he's got the wingspan, but he doesn't he necessarily does, have the mobility. My opinion, like, my opinion is when you have a young goalie, but look, Gazdov... Who did look really good. He's 19. Yeah. And he was in the Bundesliga as, on a loan. And he was a lonely player, and he played in Bundesliga. 
I am, I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's it's not like Vancouver didn't have their chances. Gastov did look good. He was good, but for when I look at Yesley right now, um, playing for Valor, I sometimes he kind of struggled. He he kind of struggles of of it, but he's kind of a he's in my opinion when. I I think he's like a regular sometimes, but you still have some weaknesses of playing a playing a starter goalie. I think they should have pursued of getting a starting goalie into it. And there is some, and they got like their previous goalie was Johnson Johnson Sirwa. And now he's playing for Montreal, like Club to Foot Montreal, right now. In my opinion, at this at this point, now you have Yesley now being the starting goalie. But it, but it was that question: was it that time for him to be the starting goalie? And I always th- I always think not yet. I think it would it would be. One more, one more season, until he gets it. A lot of that too has to be the personality too. Like some people can handle, you know, the sink or swim, you know, introduction to the league. But for some, they need to be eased into it. For some, they need to, they, they can't just be thrust into the lead spot. It remains to be seen. Yeah, like for like for example, um. Uh, like for example, if you're for exa- if a goalie is like 16 years old and he's getting that senior team first division league starting, be like, we're kind of scared that he might be a not good goalie. If I, that if he was playing for the Bundesliga, you know, there's a lot more riding on the Bundesliga than there is the CPL, I think. And the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. Or if he's going to play the uh, the Champions League, fans would be like, wow. He's actually great. <laughs> and then later, sooner or later, uh, sooner or later you're going to figure out he led in five goals. We lost five by five. <laughs> yeah. But... I still see Yesley a lot of potential, but in my in my opinion, my opinion is, but you're versing when I think about Atletico Ottawa versus Valor for that four or five seats for that playoff seats. You're you're going to be versing a 29 year old Nathan Ingham. And you have Sean Melvin with their with their goalie roster. And you have and you have Yesley. That's that's basically coming out from League One Ontario. Actually, my bad. Uh I think oh yeah. The Premier League of Quebec League the Quebecan League. Now he's a reserve goalie. Comes to substitute goalie. And now he's a starter goalie. 
which is kind of a big improvement for that kind of for his age right now I think 21 years old he is there there's a lot of improvement but I think that his defense back is going to help him yeah Andrew Jean-Baptiste for it but there's a lot I think that the defensive of Valor FC is going to help him a lot but it is that question mark is the mid and the fronts have that good good on the of scoring goals that's the question mark yeah there's there's five seats at the table four seem to be already filled so everyone's playing you know for the um, fifth exactly yeah because i always i always ask ask that but it is that question mark for it because you have york united Mm -hmm. i think that their uh, roster is uh I think they're go- they have good on their goalie. Sometimes sometimes when I think about the front it's when I think about York United sometimes they're not really good at home. Sometimes they sometimes they struggle at home. I I always see at their games. No, I haven't actually been to a York United game or really had a chance to to you know see a full game. But I mean you would know this better than I would. What's their crowds like? Like when when you take a look at what we just had in week one, you know, in Ottawa and in Hamilton and in Victoria, you had good crowds, good responsive yeah. crowds. What's what's it like for York? I look at York. It's you're going to be you're challenging yourself against a team that is in Major League Soccer. That's the that's the struggles for York United. But your challenge is not trying to bring in fans from Greater Toronto Area, but the York region. You're you're averaging probably twelve hundred fans. That's the average. That's not good. It is not good, and that you, your attendance is holding four thousand. You can't make a sellout crowd. Well, some sometimes when you uh, sometimes. Well, it's a home. It's going to be a season opener. Mostly, you're going to get for maybe three thousand fans, and something. I would love love to see a York United game. Sometimes, and right. Or even if they're um, having a Canadian Championship game, because that's coming up soon. Because, yeah, that is a coming soon, and York actually had a lot of fans going to their games when they were York when it was York Nine. 
they had a lot of fans coming in. I think in nine in 2019. And that went down. That that's the biggest problem into it. When you're averaging more than two thousand fans, like the average of two thousand fans or three thousand fans, why and you plummeted to basically twelve hundred fans, what happened? Well, I mean, you have to take a look at, you know, recent years, of course, Ontario had some of the strictest COVID restrictions going on as far as live events go. So, I mean, I can appreciate um, in some cases, some people not feeling comfortable about going into a large crowd. But I mean, like that, clearly we're past that now. The crowds in Ottawa, Hamilton and Victoria all proved that. But the thing with York is that your GTA, your GTA in arguably the busiest sports time right now. And yes, the Raptors are gone. They're out of the playoffs. Never made it past the play-in tournament. So one less team to worry about. But you've got. And the- no longer uh, have to hear that screaming from Jamar DeRozan's daughter. Oh, you know what? I mean, hey. If you were one of the people that 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 threw threats at her kind of thing, you're a horrible human being. Just gonna put that out there. But but I mean, like I get it, and you see that in NCAA tournaments, you see them really, you know, trying to psych out, you know, someone on on as far as uh, free throws. You don't necessarily see it from someone else in you know the the you know doing that to the home team. But you know what? Like, it's your job to make a free throw. You shot 50%. You can't blame it on a kid. But regardless of, you got the Leafs who look really good and might actually make it to the second round of the playoffs for the first time since 2004. You're getting close to 20 years here, boys. It's time. You know, you've got the Jays who actually look really good this year. And while I don't think they're going to be the best team in the AL East, they just took down the best team in the AL, AL East in the Tampa Bay Rays, giving them their first series loss. You've got TFC, who, while they're not, they're not killing it, but they're not horrible. You know, they got, like, what, a 1-6-1 record? Like, they're putting points on the board. Is it a 1-2-5? That's what I've heard? It's, they definitely have more draws. I mean, I think it's one win, one loss, and the rest are draws. But and and with a decent goal differential of plus one, you're middle of the pack, so they're in it, right? But they're like in the middle of the Eastern Conference. You've got the Rock, who yes, they're still playing Hamilton, but they're still the Toronto Rock. They're doing well, right? But there's a lot that goes on in the GTA, and. While the CPL, and this is why if they expand, they should go to places that are going to appreciate it. You you put a team in a Kitchener or a London if you're going to be in Ontario. You, you put a team in Saskatoon, it's going to kill out there. York, I do hope the fans come back. And they will, I think, if York does a good run in the playoffs. I think some York fans are just sometimes 
always saying, you know, you know what, I'm just gonna go to BMO Field, have some time. Yeah, the bigger teams playing. You want to go? You want those tickets? Uh, and I always, always think, aren't you supposed to be uh, supporting York? And sometimes people always say that it's just like, for example, me and the you're in the GTA. Yes, everyone knows that you're that you had to sometimes support support teams from other areas. But you're if you're in the York region and you have a team there, I feel I feel like you have to support the teams that you're in. Yeah, but I mean the CEPL proved that you can put a team in Scarborough and have it do well. The Scarborough Shooting Stars. You mean the CEBL? Yeah, that's what I said. CEBL. <laughs> I thought there was a P in there. <laughs> nope, no, the CEBL. Yeah. You know, and they proved that you can put teams in, you know, smaller, Which, for, for lack of a better term, suburbs of of a larger geographic region and have it work. York, for all intents and purposes, should work. And I, I'm curious too because I know they've been talking about. Um, building a new multi-purpose facility in the Brampton area. Which one? York United? No, not not York United, but like the city of Brampton is looking at making a large multi-purpose facility. They, For... they, were, they were talking about making a cricket pitch because, of course, cricket is actually pretty big in the Brampton area. But if it's a multi-purpose facility, you could easily see a, a, you know, a, a cricket stadium double as a soccer stadium. It could be done. When I think about Brampton, I always think about, I always think, I think, isn't it the home of, of soccer legends? Like, for example, Johnson's in Osorio, right? And now you have even, you have Canadian soccer owners that own us um, that own that own a League One team, League One Ontario team, the Simcoe Rovers. Mm-hmm. Am I, uh, it might be what was it? Simcoe Valley Rovers FC. I think it's kind of correct about it. They're not playing in in the Canadian Championship, which uh, which basically League One Ontario's team that's going to be playing in the Canadian Championship is Vaughn Missouri. Mm-hmm. I'm going to can I make a bold projection on that one. On which on, one? On Vaughn Missouri. Vaughn Missouri. I'm calling it right now. Vaughn Missouri makes it to the semifinals of the Canadian Championship. For Vaughn Missouri going to the semis? Yeah. Or the quarters? No, I'm calling it for the semis. Hear me out on this one, okay? Because I, I, I've been looking at this grid in, in, in trying to figure out how the Canadian Championships are going to play out. Okay? Look, match one, match two in your first round doesn't really matter because Cavalry is one of the teams and they're going to go all the way to the freaking finals, as far as I'm concerned. As known as Vaughn Azori is saying two Major League Soccer teams? Yeah, okay. You say two if you, two if, soccer teams, but look if they if they were versus you're versing Club de Foot Montreal, 
mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a rough time. I think Vaughn and then beats later, Montreal. And then later you're going to verse Toronto. See, that that's where... It, that is going to be the same problem that you're going to have so much... So much problems. And I disagree on saying Vaughn Azuri will beat them. But I do some, something I would agree who they would actually beat is Von Azuri almost beated Halifax Wanderers in a Canadian championship in an aggregate. Almost. So in my opinion is that Von Azuri could actually beat a Canadian Premier League team. You don't think they can beat Montreal? I don't see them beating clubs from Montreal. Hear, hear me out on this one here, okay? Yes, I still recognize that we are early in the season as far as as the MLS goes. But what? But 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 hear me out. You have one win for Montreal. One. You have three goals only. You have as many goals as you have points in multiple games, and it's it's not good for Montreal right now. Like I don't even know. Like they're bottom of the table, last I checked. They are not playing well this year. But it, it it's it's it might be possible for this time, but I don't see Club de Foot Montreal just just basically saying just doing just gonna say, Okay, we're going to basically lose this one. Oh, okay, but hear me out, though, right? If they come in and they destroy Vonazuri as, you know, quality of league, you know, and quality of, of opponent should dictate, Montreal should go in and walk all over them. But the, the pressure's on Montreal. If they beat Vonazuri, yay, they, they beat a League One Ontario team, yay. If they lose to Von Azuri, that that that's a low low pit that they've sunk themselves into. Von Azuri gets to come into this with no no problems with the However, they play. If they lose, you lost to an to an MLS team. Okay, I was- if you win. The momentum you carry going into the next round, even though you're playing TFC in the next round, all of a sudden you make a name for yourself. And I just want to put the stats here, okay? I mentioned like one goal, you know, three goals only for Montreal and three points total. Von Azuri last year, 76 goals. In, and I, I, yes, I do appreciate from it's League One Ontario. From last season? From last season. A plus. 51 goal differential. And Club de Foot Montreal? Definitely not that. A plus or minus? Club Montreal right now, right now, if memory serves, has about a minus 17 goal differential. But the, like, when I... There, the negatives on what I see Von Azuri because they had a staff change of... They got... Like, they got rid of, 
like Patrice, who basically actually is now coaching for Halifax Wanderers. So that's that's something to get. And some of the Von Azuri players actually went to Halifax Wanderers. So you have a big, big one there. I mean, am, am I putting stupid money down and saying Von Azuri is going to win the Canadian Championship? No, I'm not. No, but... I, I, I'm, I'm willing to put it down. I would put a dollar down on them beating Montreal. I would not be surprised to see Von Azuri beat Montreal. If that momentum carries against TFC, and if TFC comes into the game... Um, playing down to their competition, then you got a, then you got a chance to make the semis. That would then unfortunately put Von Azuri against Forge FC, because you have to think Forge is going to make it to the semis. Like if I if I was trying to predict who's most likely, uh, which yeah, who's who who have you got in the semis? Who are your four teams that make it all the way to the semis? I'll t- I'll tell you but, mine right now. But I I, I would not. Say, but upset. I would look. I would put TSS Rovers actually beating Valor. I could see that, but I I don't think after the first round that match doesn't matter because whoever wins that is probably going to go up against Cavalry. But you're you have most likely the top three Canadian Premier League teams. Pacific FC already started to have. They already won against Vancouver FC. Yeah, but I mean, Cavalry looked good in in getting the draw against Forge. Pacific looked good against it against an expansion team in their first regular season game. We need to see more to Pacific FC before before we make the calls if they are that good. It's a good matchup. I like the the the, the concept of Pacific FC going up against. Uh, uh, cavalry in the, in that first round. It's that's a good matchup. I just think cavalry will be better than Pacific in that one. Kind of agree with that, but so who do you think is going to advance to the quarters? Okay, so uh, I I mean I don't hate the idea of rovers, you know. Beating or uh, Valor, uh, being Valor, but you know I I've got Cavalry knocking out Pacific. There's no question about that. Um, v- Rovers Valor. I mean, it's a coin toss. It really, is a coin toss for me. Uh, York, I, I I think York knocks out Vancouver. As much as I would like to see Vancouver versus Vancouver in the quarters, the Whitecaps. Yeah, but that, that it would still be fun to see. Uh, I just don't think they have have it in them to beat York. Um, I've already, you know, made my insane, crazy prediction that Von Azuri is going to knock out the Mon- uh, CF Montreal. Um, Halifax and Ottawa. That's going to be an interesting one. It is. It, I think this is, I think, is a must-watch. Yeah. If there, if there are, if I'm picking the matches, like if, if I can only watch three matches in this first round, I'm going to watch Halifax versus Ottawa. I'm going to watch Vaughn Azuri versus CF Montreal. And I think I'm probably going to watch Cavalry against Pacific. I think those are the best matches. I think Forge over Laval is a walk. I think Forge just obliterates them. Yeah, I, but it um, FC Laval is their 
first appearance. Mm-hmm. And even, even for example, TSS FC Rovers, it's uh, League One's BC's first appearance. Yeah, to being in, um, being added in the Canadian Championship. So, so this is going to be their first time really facing a team of that caliber, right? Like even being in in this environment of of a championship. Yeah, I mean, Rovers getting Valor. That's 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 a lucky draw for them, right? Laval's got to go up against Forge. That's 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 not an easy mountain to climb. And like, if I wanted to, if I would, I think. But when you think about, it's a Quebecan league. Um, if we brought in a- AS Laville into this and replaced it, like. I think that is one of the most dominant teams in in the Quebec and league since they almost beat at York United. But York is not Forge. I know. Yeah, York is not Forge. But like, but imagine that if FC Laval actually beat at Forge FC. Okay, you're, but you're in, telling but me in my, Laval's going to beat Forge, and then you're telling me that Vaughn can't beat Club uh, uh, Montreal. Well, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying this, but I still say, see Forge FC beating them. But it's it's always it's that it's that always thing. But what if what if if Laval beat it Forge FC is is that going to be the biggest upset that you had? You're versing a champion. Oh, that, that that would be an upset as far as my bracket because I'll, I'll be honest. Forge FC, uh, I have them going to the finals. And yeah, the path for them is is clear to the finals. But I mean, yeah, like as far as an upset goes. Okay, let me ask you then. Yeah, which would be the bigger upset? Laval beating Forge. Or Vaughn Azuri beating Montreal? I would say Vaughn basically beating Montreal. But see, I even, th- even, for example, what you want to see in as the second also being the biggest upset? See, I think Laval beating Forges would actually be the bigger upset. And hear me out on this one here. Okay. If, if I ask, okay, hypothetical situation. If tomorrow Forge and Montreal play each other, who do you think would win? Uh, Forge uh, versus Club de Foot Montreal? Yeah. I'll say Forge FC would win. Yeah. It, but I would, because I, re, I like, what was it, the 2022 um, Canadian Championship? Mm-hmm. It was a draw. They went to PKs. If the if Forge FC beated them, that's the biggest upset. Mm-hmm. Even when it went to PKs, I be, I still say that's the biggest upset for Club de Foot Montreal. If you're going to go all the way to PKs, and it goes all the way to goalies, I still say that it is still one of the biggest upsets. You still can't even make it from 
a short short round for PKs. I still say Forge FC is really talented in this competition. Mm. Oh, and, and but that's the thing. Like as far as the uh, you know the level of upset or what the bigger upset would be, Forge is a phenomenal team right now. Regardless of what league they're in, Forge are really top of their game. So if Laval were to beat a, a team at the top of their of their uh, of of their entire league, let's be honest. Versus, you know, comparing that to if Vaughn can somehow knock out uh, Club de Football Montreal, who's at the bottom of their table, and they are stinking the bed. Laval beating Forge would be the bigger upset to me, only because Laval's beating a team at the top of their game, whereas Vaughn is beating a team that barely shows up. Yeah, well... Even, like, Vonazori is, like, even... Vonazori has been into the Canadian Championship for the most appearance for a League One Ontario team. Mm-hmm. And you have F- FC Laval, first appearance from a Quebec in League One Quebec. And... Then you have League One BC first, their first appearance league team, TSS Rovers. Now it's going to be versing Valor FC, and it's going to be in Burnaby. Um, Burnaby BC at their home uh, home uh, field. That's going to attract fans. Oh, attract fans? Yes. Uh, will it will it sway, you know, add, add a little bit of emotion, a little bit of adrenaline? Yeah, sure, quite possibly. But it might be too much. There might be too much pressure in front of that crowd. Yeah. Well, and if the crowd turns. Upsets. Yeah. But... Is that question if Rovers beats Valor? The thing is, though, we've been sitting here saying and he, Valor is, is, isn't is even going to make the playoffs for the CPL. So, again, you're talking about a team, well, not as bad as Montreal. I mean, you look at the you look at the teams in this competition, right? And if you're making a list of the top three teams in this entire competition, it's not the three MLS teams at the top. You know... You could argue TFC might make the top three as far as quality of teams in this league or in this or in this tournament. Vancouver Whitecaps, maybe, maybe. Forge, you definitely have to put in, into the top three as far as talent. Cavalry, I think if they're not number three, they're probably number four. So Mont- Montreal isn't even the best. Like I, I think Montreal... I could be wrong here. I think Montreal might be right now one of the worst teams in this tournament. Like, if you had FC Vancouver going up against CF Montreal in the first round, 
you may as well just sit there and say, well, someone's got to win. Vancouver FC for the Canadian Premier League? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, you, I I even think Vancouver, you know, might take uh, CF Montreal to kicks. That that would be that's that's my opinion right now of how well CF Montreal is playing. They could turn it around. They have the talent, they have the players, and yes, they they are the bottom of the table in a much better league than a League One Ontario. But, I mean, we've seen time and time again in the FA Cup. Every now and then, one of those smaller teams makes a lot of noise. Yeah. Um, so, you have Calvary in quarters. And who you, th- who, you, who you got in Valor versus Rovers? Valor versus Rovers, it's a coin toss. Um. I'll go with Rovers because I don't know if Valor is going to be able to to step up. But I mean, it's it, it it to me that match doesn't really matter because whoever wins is going to have to face Cavalry. And you have York versus Vancouver Whitecaps. I've got York on that one. Versing versus Whitecaps, Vaughn Missouri versus Toronto FC. Vaughn Missouri versus Toronto FC. That'd be a fun one. But yes, I have Von Azuri knocking out Montreal. And Halifax, Ottawa, that's a coin toss. Um, it's going to be a really, really good match. So who do I, 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 you think? You know, I think it's Halifax. And, and and again, I'm saying this as an Ottawa boy. I but, think it's Halifax. Like to be like... To be uh, like to be fair on this, I do believe Atletico Auto does have have they. It's actually true about this. Atletico Ottawa has repeatedly struggled in the Canadian Championship, but could they actually not lose this time? But I mean, they walked away with a draw. They against did, Ottawa. And, and it was a PK. Hoping that that doesn't happen again to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the thing. If if Ottawa, you know, suffers the slings and arrows of random cards and bad calls, then yeah, it's going to be Halifax, obviously. But I, in watching the match, right, especially that first half, Halifax was the better team in the first half. Yeah. You know, if Ottawa can watch the tape and correct the mistakes then Ottawa takes it yeah but this is this is not a, a game I would put money on because it really could go either way and you know looking ahead to forge forge destroys Laval yeah wait so quarterfinals you have forge against Halifax Wanderers TFC Montessori mm-hmm. and you have York and Vancouver Whitecaps Calvary Cavalry and Rovers. And Rovers. So who you think is semis? Okay. Cavalry knocks out the Rovers. That's why I said like that Rovers win. Sure. That doesn't matter. They're going to get Cavalry. Cavalry makes it to the semis. Uh, I've got the White Caps going into the semis, knocking out, uh, knocking out York. Uh, 
the Whitecaps aren't bad right now. Yeah. They're not. I mean, we're comparing it to Montreal, whatever, right? But I still think the Whitecaps are the better team in comparison to a team like York. I'm, I'm, someone's going to laugh at me right now as I say this. I have Vaughn Azuri knocking out TFC. You're, you're the one laughing at me, but 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 uh, but hear is, me out. It's, hear me. Like, it's just like maybe right. TFC as as middle of the pack as they are as far as the standings go, one win, one win, and a plus one goal differential. Yeah, it, it is. It is kind of that. Uh, uh, always question mark that. Are they, are they score uh, scoring material? It is. It yeah. is that question mark. And when I think about Von Azuri, could they, could they actually like they're they're going to have a young young squad? Mm-hmm. And if if they've made it to that point, that means that they have proven that they can beat an MLS team, even like their reserve team. Yeah, you're you are. Walking into that that quarterfinal with confidence that you've already defied the odds. You're you're playing you're playing with house money at that point, and I think Von Azuri can take that momentum into the semis. And then, of course, Forge, Forge just you know makes their way into the semis. Yeah, yeah. For- so so you have League One Ontario team. So I have a League One Ontario team knocking out an MLS se- team in the semis. Two Canadian Premier League teams and one Major League Soccer team in the semis. Who is in the fi- finals? I'm I'm going to say the same thing I said for the Canadian Premier League. It's Cavalry versus Forge. As much as I like Von Azuri as a as a dark horse to at least get to the semis, I have to think realistically. And Forge is a juggernaut. Like. In order to get to that point, Vaughn has to knock out the absolute worst MLS team, the most mid team in the MLS right now in TFC, and then you get then you have to face Forge. Yeah, and Calvary uh, Calvary FC has beaten Vancouver Whitecaps, mm-hmm. and Vancouver Whitecaps has lost two Canadian Premier League teams in the Canadian Championship. And now they finally defeated a Canadian Premier League team, which is York United. Mm-hmm. But it is that question: Do they uh, did they get their moto back of like, I, trying to beat a Canadian Premier League team? Yeah, I mean, but is it worth uh, that? Oh, now we know all the steps of beating Canadian Premier League team, and then you, and then later you, you're going to be versing them. I mean, I think with Vancouver going up against Cavalry, it's not like they would have to, you know, face a team that's much lower. I, I, I would sit there and say Cavalry and Forge are on the level of a lot of MLS teams right now, as far as talent and scoring ability. Cavalry and Forge in the. In the finals. Cavalry wins. and Forge in the finals. Oh, you're going to make me pick, aren't you? 
It has to be. It's the finalist. I got to go Forge. As much as I love what Cavalry is doing right now, I got I got to go Forge. Like my I think it's going to go to PKs in the finals. Oh, I I don't doubt that it's it's going to be a close match. I really wholeheartedly agree that it's it's that's going to be a, a straight up Donnybrook and it does I agree. It does not get finished in regulation time. But um but it's for my my prediction for the Canadian championship is when if Pacific FC versus Calvary FC I do agree Calvary FC goes to the quarterfinals when I look at TS uh TSS FC Rovers versus Valor FC I I do have to give a question mark on that but I have to go with Valor FC. Okay. But it could go, oh, in my opinion, of a prediction of what the score is going to be like, almost kind of a draw. I think Rovers are going to... It'll be like a 1-0 or something like I that. I think it's going to be a 1-0. But I do see a chance for my Rovers to actually kind of win... It'll, it'll be a good match. But I think that's the... I think it, it's a team to watch also because it's their debut, league debut to, for competing in the Canadian Championship also. Even, for example, for even Von Azuri versus Claude for Montreal, that's a much... That's a, that's a watch for... If the for for a team that's in the bottom of the Eastern Conference, yeah, hey, I'm all in on Von Azuri. You know me. <laughs> yeah, but York even when, but I still have Valor in the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. and York United versus Vancouver FC. That's a big question mark for me. That is a big question mark for for it because that, you have. I'm just going to say, uh, because you're going to have York, York United going to be playing. Mm-hmm. And then later you're going to have York playing in a, in a few days of their previous match. So I think the, I think their team is, is going to, I think that Vancouver FC might have a bid there. But Vancouver FC lost one nil, so I think that it's going to be a short, short, uh, short here with not that much uh, goals. So they lost one nil. It should have been by more. But when I say York United, um, I still think that York United beats Vancouver FC. But I think the biggest upset in that match if Vancouver FC beats beats them. Oh, if Vancouver FC beats York, um, the quarterfinals being Vancouver FC versus Vancouver Whitecaps is going to be so much fun on the West Coast. But I just I, I don't see it happening. But I I'd love to see it. I just don't can't realistically see it. Yeah. Um. 
I still have York in the quarters. Going to be versing Vancouver Whitecaps. Club de Foot Montreal versing Vaughn Azuri. I see Club de Foot Montreal going to the quarters. No doubt. But I, I know you. I, I know you. <laughs> right now, there's a bunch of people in Vaughn going, no, 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 listen to Jay. <laughs> but look, you have. I still see it could be crunched in with not that much goal scoring. That's what I see. And But Club de Foot Montreal basically takes it maybe 2-0. Wow, you really don't think of Von Azurka that much. But, but to be uh, to be honest, like, if Von Azuri was versing, for example, Halifax Wanderers or Vancouver FC, I would, I would say, oh, Von Azuri has the advantage here. Mm. Because Von, Von Azuri actually almost beat Halifax Wanderers. Almost. But uh, Wanderers had the edge of it. But if Von Azuri was uh, versing Atletico Ottawa, maybe I would say that that's a team to watch, ah. a match to watch. I'm still on in on Azuri, but I still see Club for Montreal squeezing in to to the next round. Halifax Wanderers versing Atletico Ottawa. Um. I see a draw, or maybe I think there's a win or a draw on this one going to PKs. But I think Atletico Auto might actually have it. But if it was PKs, I see, I see, I see Halifax winning it in PKs. But if if it was Atletico Ottawa. Uh, leading in the goals. That's the W for them. Mm -hmm. Because a draw is not going to help them. No, no, no. It's not. Because I think that's also a a must-watch because it's this for Canadian... for, For people in Ottawa, I think... But this is... This is... Something that I think fans are going to get pissed, uh, mad about. They're not going to play their home home field. They're going to play at York Lions Stadium, which is kind of a bummer. And that game after game after that is going to be the York versus Vancouver FC. I mean, maybe that takes the pressure off Ottawa. I, I I might agree with that. I kind of agree with that. For it, I think, and if you're if if you're playing in a neutral site, then maybe no, no one has the advantage. No one has an advantage. Maybe you ha- maybe there's a maybe maybe Atletico Ottawa might have the advantage here at the point. But or no one. Mm-hmm. 
but my my um if I if I would say who's gonna who's gonna win this, I would have to put Atletico Ottawa. Okay. Because I think that Atletico Ottawa, I think they're sick and tired of being in not always losing in the first round. Oh, so you have the the Maple Leafs of the uh, of the Canadian Championship. <laughs> or maybe the Ottawa Senators. Oh, I will. Not yeah. making the playoffs. It wasn't that long ago that they made it to uh, within a, a goal of the Stanley Cup final, but... Or maybe winning a Stanley Cup. Okay. It has been a while, but regardless of let's get back to this. Or maybe we're just making a joke about the Toronto Maple Leafs, how long it, it took. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been longer since an Ottawa Senators team has had their name etched on the Stanley Cup and you know, maybe a century or something like that. But still, regardless <laughs> of regardless of and then yeah, who have you got for Forge against Laval? I'm I'm good to uh, assume it's Forge. It's gonna be Forge. Yeah. All right, so for a big margin. Yeah. So quarters, who have you got? So Calvary against Valor. Basically, I would say Calvary FC is going to go to semis. Okay. It, it, it's an easy one for Calvary. And Vancouver Whitecaps is going to go to semis. Okay, so we have the same semifinal there. And TFC Montreal. T- TFC goes to to the semis. And, and then Ottawa and, Forge. And Forge Forge just beats Ottawa. Okay. So Cavalry, Whitecaps, who have you got? I have Whitecaps in the finals. Really? I I have to say this because I think they're too I think you look at Vancouver Whitecaps. Um They're doing well in in major leagues in the in the league. No no question about it. They're they're better than Toronto FC. They're better than Club de Foot Montreal. But they're actually mid with TFC. Mm-hmm. But that's a question if TFC goes to the finals. Okay, so you so you got you got Vancouver in the one final, and then between TFC and Forge. TFC and Forge. That is, that is, uh, I think, I think, seeing TFC and Club of Montreal, I think it's, is it really a must-watch match? No. I I think the rivalry there in the quarterfinals, I know lots of people are going to go see it in the quarters, but it'll, it'll get the attention because there's like, two MLS teams. I see fans. I look at fans um, saying, I don't like the new structure for the Canadian Championship because now you're going for East versus West Coast. You have your, you have one out of the other Eastern Conference teams having a chance to play against the Western Conference teams. It's just like saying, is basically like saying, well, you had a chance. It's just basically 
you should you're the team that if you're the teams that didn't um, win the you're not the finalist in in the Canadian championship you wouldn't be in that spot you wouldn't be in that quarterfinals okay so Forge, against the eastern teams forge tfc because you would because previously it was club of montreal and toronto fc in the quarterfinals and they would have been they would be versing them in the semis that, that was what it was and vancouver, and vancouver whitecaps had it easily for it and yeah Toronto FC forge in the semis that's that's where I see which I have Vancouver Whitecaps and Calvary FC I see Vancouver Whitecaps in the finals but I have no clue if Toronto FC and forge FC that is my you're stuck on that one. I'm stuck on this. All right. I'm, I'm going to put this to you right now. You got a dollar. You got that loony. You have to put the money down on someone, Forge or TFC. It's only a loony, so you lose. It's only a loony. But you have to pick. I, like, look, I still have, like, I have to, I have to just basically say this. I, I, It is that question mark that Forge FC almost beat a Toronto FC mm-hmm. for that 2020 Canadian Championship, which it was at the year 2022, went to PKs. Forge FC almost won. But it went all the way to for Toronto FC to win that. Like, I couldn't believe it that Forge FC almost beat a Toronto FC in that Canadian Championship for the 2020 Canadian Championship. But now, Toronto FC loses to Vancouver Whitecaps. Actually, Toronto FC got... Toronto FC didn't even beat... Uh, no, actually... I'm losing You're, my mind in 2022 because I was, I was Vancouver Whitecaps beat it won that uh, won that yeah Toronto FC uh, lost to Vancouver Whitecaps in PKs well let's be honest everything blurs together in the 2020s but but still you have to make a choice 2023 Forge FC Toronto FC in the semis who advances to the final I would have to go with Toronto FC again versus Vancouver Whitecaps. Okay, and who do you have winning it all, though? It's going to repeat. Okay. I don't see Toronto FC beating Vancouver Whitecaps. All right. So Because I see a good, a good coordinated manager who's uh, coaching the team is really doing well. Where do I see Toronto FC? It's exactly the same thing. And yet, and and do I when I see Toronto FC, 
what they have advantage, maybe maybe from CONCACAF Champions League, but if they were still in the CONCACAF Champions League, they might have the advantage at this point. I think Toronto FC would beat Vancouver Whitecaps if still Vancouver Whitecaps were still in this were still in the CONCACAF Champions League and they were in the semis. I think that Toronto FC would have it. Or maybe Vancouver Whitecaps were in the finals. So so you have Vancouver winning it all. I have Forge winning it all. That's but I would still say this. If I would say if but if there was enough if Forge FC won and they were in the finals, I would still think that Forge FC couldn't I would still say that maybe Forge FC could actually be Vancouver Whitecaps. Or or maybe in or it could be in the PKs. But if I would say Vancouver Whitecaps versus Calvary FC, I would still I would think that Calvary FC could. I could if I that's the reason why I see Calvary FC versus Vancouver Whitecaps and Forge FC and versus Toronto FC. Because those are my four and those are two of these CPL teams bringing upsets. So we're, but, we're very close as far as our predictions for getting to the semis. I'm just... I, I, but you still brought in Vaughn I Azuri. still brought in Vaughn Azuri because I, I, I like chaos. And you had two Canadian Premier League teams in the finalists. Yep. Again, I like chaos. Yep. Let's... Okay, we have a list and just oh, we have the tree for of it and just bring bring in some crazy ideas, blah, 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 all that, and okay, trying to locate all. So yeah, Von Azuri is going to be versing Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah, Von Azuri yeah. upsets that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not that crazy. But we are living in 2023, a year where a 16 seed knocked out a one seed in the NCAA March Madness tournament. Yeah. So I think if any crazy prediction is going to happen, this is the year. The same. The same. The same basketball, though. Just like when uh, Seattle lost to the Nuggets in NBA. When they had the Kemi Motombo mm-hmm. versus Gary Payton. Hey, anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. Yeah. And that's full time in the ep- in this episode of the Red Leaf Card. Thank, Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm your host, Jacob, subbing out.